Hello, everyone, and welcome to Watch and Walk podcast with Ebenezer. This podcast aims at inspiring you to trust in God and obey His Word every day. Be edified as you listen to this exhortation. Hello, friend. My name is Ebenezer. I believe God's grace is keeping you well. A couple of weeks ago, I began a series dubbed Peace in Pieces. And my argument was that uh, you can experience the peace of God even when life is in pieces. And the main theme or the central idea of this series is that you experience supernatural peace when you allow God to handle your anxieties. Um, Last week, I talked about what we should do as believers in Christ instead of being worried or troubled or anxious, what we should do. And that is pray to God about everything and be thankful or grateful to God in everything. And I also shared some thoughts on the source of the peace, as in the supernatural peace. And I also touched on the connection between the peace of God and the peace with God. Today, I want to talk about the nature um, or the characteristics and the function of the peace of God, um, according to Philippians chapter 4. Before I share my thoughts, let me read Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 to 7. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Verse 7 makes us understand that the peace goes beyond human understanding. And that gives me an idea of the nature or the characteristic of this kind of peace. Last week I explained that it is a peace of God. That means it comes from God. And this verse tells us that it goes beyond human understanding. And why is it so? Because it is the peace of God. It is supernatural. It is not based on earthly circumstances. Um, if you are a believer, you may face a lot of things. But the peace that I'm talking about does not come as a byproduct of circumstances in the world. It is the gift of God. It is in Christ, as I said last week. Jesus himself talks about this peace uh, in John chapter 14, verse 27, when he tells his disciples, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. Not as the world gives do I give you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And then in John chapter 16, verse 33, he says, These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. So the point is that this peace is supernatural because it comes from Christ. It is the work of the Holy Spirit and it is not a product of worldly circumstances. It is a gift of God. And then uh, Philippians chapter 4 verse 7 talks about what the peace of God does. Paul makes us understand that uh, the peace of God guards the heart and the mind in Christ. You know, the word guard is a military term, right? Um, It means to protect or keep watch over something either through defensive or offensive means. In Proverbs chapter 4, 33, uh, scripture says that, Guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. And then in Mark chapter 7, verse 21 to 23, Jesus explains to his disciples um, that from within, as in out of the heart of humans, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lewdness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, 
foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile a person. And when it comes to the mind, scripture tells us that as a man thinks, so is he. That's Proverbs chapter 23 verse 7a. And when I relate all this to the work of this divine peace, I would say that the peace of God serves as a gatekeeper of your soul, that is your heart and your mind. This supernatural peace prevents the issues of life from tearing your soul into pieces or making you ungodly or deforming your character. I would add that the peace of God enables you to live for Christ even in crisis. It serves as the umpire of your response to everything in life. It empowers you to overcome evil with good instead of being overcome by evil. Um, that is according to Romans chapter 12 verse 21. This divine peace produces contentment in your heart. You know, when you look at Philippians chapter 4, verse 11 to 13, uh, Paul says this, Not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased and how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. For me, the reason why Paul could make such a bold statement was that he had the peace of God. He had this supernatural peace and he wanted the church in Philippi to experience this peace as well. As I'm sharing these thoughts about the peace of God, I hope you're getting this important point that this peace does not lead to passivity or fatalism or laziness in the face of evil or suffering or life challenges. But then you would get, as a believer, you understand that this peace inspires Christ-centered attitude in the wake of challenges in life. It makes you Christ-like, irrespective of what you are going through. Let me end my reflection here. I'll continue God willing next week with the final part of this series. But remember, you experience supernatural peace when you allow God to handle your anxieties. Until we meet again, may God equip you with all that you need to trust and obey him in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to Watch and Walk Podcast with Ebenezer. Watch and Walk Podcast comes to you this and every Wednesday. To get notifications of new episodes, please subscribe. This podcast is brought to you by Watch and Walk Ministry. Visit us at watchandwalk.org to learn more about this ministry. God bless you. Thank you.